at $200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! SNES Podcast with your host, Soulblazer. Hello everybody, welcome back to Super NES Podcast, episode number 142 coming to you this time. Um, I am Greg, uh, he is my still pretty new co-host, Jor, uh, Joe. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I kind of blurred names there. Yeah. <laughs> It, it takes me to take a while to get my Georgia, new okay. Georgia in my head. I understand. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have big shoes to replace. Yeah. George is still editing the podcast for us, so we're probably going to go to laugh out of that. <laughs> but anyway, um, how are you doing uh, like tonight, Joe? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. No complaints. So, uh, yep. Uh, very glad to be back doing the podcast again. Very glad to have you here with me. Um, glad to be back. We're looking at a game that Joe picked for us this time, a game I probably would have gotten to eventually myself anyway, because, you know, I was a big fan of the arcade game This is that this is inspired, uh, I'm inspired by. Um, what game are we covering, with the, you're covering this episode, Joe? We're covering Super Chase HQ. Yes, which was developed and published by Taito in this for, uh, uh, for the Super NES, uh, and also for the Game Boy in a very slightly different version, but still very, very close. Um, in December 1993. Ooh. So, uh, this is so this game is a, I guess I'd call it a spiritual successor to the original uh, like arcade game. I mean, the gameplay is similar, but there are differences. Yeah, I mean, this one's done in a first person instead of uh, kind of hung back a little bit, mm-hmm. like yeah, the original. Right. Um, yeah. I actually like that first person uh, touch to it. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's very nice. So. Um, I did not realize until I started reading research research, research for this podcast that this that this that this was actually a pretty big franchise. Most of these games <laughs> that they came out with, I I I came without. I I um I either had seen once or seen once and forgotten about, or 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 never even knew that they existed. So, uh yeah, there's yeah there's more there's more meat here than I realized. Um, so we'll get to that here in a moment. Uh, title we've covered before in the past, like this podcast, um because about. You know, because we've looked at other title games before. Taito is one of the oldest uh, um, uh, gaming companies in Japan that's still that's still involved that's still involved in the video game market. They're they're best well known for franchises like Space Invaders, Arkanoid, uh, Bubble Bobble, Darius, that kind of stuff. So, um, on a side note, if you've not played it uh, already, um, Space Invaders vs. Arkanoid for the phone, uh, Android and iOS is an awesome game, which oh, I highly I recommend. Check that out. Yeah, it's a complete game. There's no, uh, the, the, um, uh, there's no, there's no, there's no in-app purchases. Mm. So because of the, like, because of that, the buy-in price is a bit higher than many other cell phone games. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like 15 bucks, but, um, but, but you get everything unlocked fully with, uh, fully with that. There's no, the, you know, the, um, you know, and basically, it basically blends it, basically blends the two franchises, the franchise together because you're, because you're, because you're playing an Arkanoid tablet, trying to you know trying to bounce balls back and forth right. to destroy space invaders. Huh. So very interesting. Um, 
yeah, and Taito didn't actually make the game themselves because they didn't have any experience with the um, experience, the experience, experience, like, experience the sell market. Hmm. Uh, curiously enough, they 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 farmed it out to Square Enix, who actually like, developed the game for oh, them. Very so, nice. um, so yeah, fun game. So Taito. Taito is not as big now as it used to be, at least here in the states. In Japan, you know, Japan they're still a huge company. They, right. they operate. They operate a bunch of like arcade, um, um, of arcade locations hmm. in Japan, very similar to like uh, Dave and Buster's, like here in the states. Very so, nice. um, you know, like arcades, arcades, arcades are doing better in Japan than they are in the rest of the world for like like various reasons. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, like so good, like so good, like arcade market over there. Um, but anyway. Um, the game this is based off of the original game Chase HQ was an arcade game that they the arcade game that they put out in 1988. Um, and this is a game I remember very fondly from playing, uh, like um, you know, like in EOD arcades back then. So, mm-hmm. um, it was pretty original, like for its time period. I thought, like you know, the uh, the, uh, the the main gimmick of the game is that it's a racing game, yes, but you go through a bunch of stages and, and you have an objective in each, objective in each stage. Your objective is to you're trying to catch a criminal, and the way you do that is by trying to race better than race better than him to catch up with him, and then, like then ram the car x number of times <laughs> to force him off the road, right. um, and then you rush him and move on to the next stage. So, you know, pretty original gimmick, like gimmick for the time. Um, it's been you know it's been cited as a precursor to games that came out later on that they kind of they kind of use this similar mechanics such as like driver and burnout. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, so I remember this being like a fun game. Did you ever have any experience with this back in the arcades, Joe? Um, I, orig- I remember the original Chase HQ. Um, I loved the arcade cab. It was an uh, upright. Um, I never found the actual sit-down one. Um, mm. So I enjoyed the original Chase HQ. Um, this particular arcade that is the Super Nintendo is basically a port of um, Criminal Termination which is the third in the franchise. Um, I've played on MAME, but never like in an actual arcade cab. And from the pictures I've seen, the sit-down cab looks amazing. Like It's almost as nice as the uh, Star Wars arcade like, cabinet. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Hmm, okay. Yeah, so... Uh, but, uh, yeah... That I never, yeah, I knew there was a sit down myself. I've never seen the sit down, which, which kind of a testament to how rare that that that, that right. version of it like must be. So, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't know that interesting. So, um, yeah, yeah, Chase HQ was very popular to get ported to a bunch of systems. Um, you know, it came out on like the Spectrum, uh, the NES, the the, the Commodore, the, the Commodore, the Commodore sixty four, the 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 Atari ST, the Game Boy, the Sega Master System. Uh, a bunch of other computers, so yeah, ver- so like very popular game, mm. and so as Joe mentioned, there were, as Joe mentioned, there were some arcade sequels. There was actually three arcade sequels, uh, like this game altogether. Uh, there was there was Chase, there was a Chase, there was Chase HQ two special, uh, uh, criminal investigation, which came out the following year, mm-hmm. um, which was a um, which got some ports. Uh, under a different name of Crime City in some cases. Yes. Uh, you know, so that that also came out for the Commodore, the Commodore 64, the Atari ST, uh, Genesis had Genesis has a port of that, a very good port of the port, very uh, like a very good port, like when I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, Sega Master System, TurboGrafx 16, uh, and some other computers. So, and then the third game that Joe just mentioned about was the more like the more obscure. I never saw this one like in arcades. Uh, Super Chase Criminal Termination from Flight 1992. 
Yeah, I've never seen it in arcades. Like I said, I've, I've played it on MAME a few times, and I've seen pictures of the cabinet. That's about right. it. Yep, and this version of the game did not did not seem to get a home port, actually, which is actually, um, um, I know, which is kind of curious. Mm. So, but, uh, so other games in the series, uh, there was also, there was also a quiz game that was released to sort of tie into the <laughs> franchise back in 1990 in Japan only for like the arcade. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> but, uh, uh, also very curious. And I'm actually curious to, curious to play, curious to check this out now. It's, it's too bad. It's, it's too bad the system, the system is, the system is still having problems being emulated correctly. Um, Tidal, Tidal released a simulation uh, version of the, of the game called Tidal Chase HQ plus, uh, plus SCI. That's a mouthful. <laughs> uh, for the sake of Saturn, Ooh. Kinect 96. So it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I love simulation games. I'm like, mm. hmm, simu <laughs> like simulation, simulation Chase HQ, interesting. So, um, check it out on YouTube. It looks pretty fun. Um, you know, unfortunately, Saturn emulation is not very good still at this point. So, um, it may be a while before I actually I can play it. So, um, they also came out with a Game Boy Color version of the game called Chase HQ Secret Police, which is kind of like a, again, like like Super Chase HQ, kind of a loosely inspired by, you yeah. know, the original game. So, that's a decent game. Yeah. Uh, never played that one. The last the last arcade game was called Chase HQ 2, which came in 2007. Mm. So, and, and, and that's the last time, uh, and that. And that's the last, that's the last game the franchise does come out. It's like it's been dead since then. Mm. So, probably dead franchise. Franchise at this point, one never knows. But, <laughs> um, you know, given how long it's been, you know, who knows? Right. Um, there, you know, there are other games that were at least like you know inspired by or kind of loosely based off of this game. You know, I mentioned how before this game was an inspiration. This game was an inspiration like the later uh, Driver. Like driver and burnout mm -hmm. uh, franchises. There was a there was a 1997 PlayStation game called Ray Tracers, uh, also by Taito, which is mm. um, you know which is supposed to be very close very close to this game. So, um, but uh, so uh, and then the Criminal Investigation, which you uh, the second the second arcade game took things a little bit further, uh, uh, like further the further that also had the mechanic of the, uh, the mechanic mechanic of you uh, like being able to a uh, um, uh, to to rise that to pop out of your car and shoot targets. Yes. So, yes. um, that kind of um, so that kind of like add, so, so added some aspects like to the game too mm -hmm. that way. So, so so Super Chase HQ came out for Super NES and Game Boy. The Game Boy version is actually pretty similar to this, like all things considered. I mean, like you know, it's <laughs> impressive. You know, I'm always impressed by what the Game Boy like they able to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, with competent programmers behind it. Mm -hmm. And that version of the game plays pretty well. This one, actually, I thought. Um, you know, I, I, I did check that one out briefly, and uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's graphically, graphically, and gameplay lacking, but right. you know, for what it is on that system, it's pretty good. Hmm. So, um, so this game, you kind of have the same, the, the um, so the like the overall, the overall gameplay mechanism is the same, is the same as the same as the, like the original arcade game. There's five stages. Well, I should say five regular stages. So we'll get to that later on. Um, where there's a bit of story, like the front of each mission, and then you're like, um, um, like then like the original arcade game, you're 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 sent out to chase down the criminal and force him off the road mm. by ramming him several times. So, um, 
Joe mentioned the first-person perspective uh, earlier this game uses, which is very nice. It's small. It only takes up maybe about, um, you know, it only, uh, like, it only, like it only occupies about maybe half the get, uh, like half the game screen. Mm. Um, I'm sure the reason for that is because of the tech involved. You know, Super NES just could not handle a full-screen first-person uh, racing game like that. So I they was had to like you know the first time I saw the guy wincing in the uh, rearview mirror. The, the rearview view is a very nice touch. I, that was a very nice touch. Like I slammed into somebody and I just saw him go. Oh, and I was like, ooh, like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> the, the damage, the the damage, like the front of your car, you take damage too. Is a nice touch. Also, oh yeah, that's but... in my notes. That like that was that was one of the things that I was like, that is a nice touch. Yeah. So, uh, top of the screen basically has your stats. You know, gives you your time left, uh, the, the score gauge, uh, the hit points, the hit points, the hit points like with your car and the criminal car, like trying to get there, uh, the gear you're in, and the speed you're going. Mm -hmm. So, uh, also, also there's a rough radar and the uh, radar like like the distance, uh, <laughs> the distance gauge as well too. So, kind of tells you how far you have to go. So. And then you also have the, um, I'm trying to remember, uh, I actually I actually did not write this down in my notes for some reason. Uh, the symbols that are on the screen below the speed. Do you remember what those are That's for, Joe? That's your nitro. Nitro, yes, okay. Uh, uh, your limited, your limited afterburner. Yeah, you got three of them. Right, so. You, I have to ask, um, there's two strategies in this game. It's either A, you use all your nitros to catch up to the criminal. Or you save them. When you catch the criminal, you use them to ram into him. Which one were you? <laughs> uh, the first half of the game, I was B because I was able to catch up to the guy with no problem. <laughs> right, right. Stages, stages four and five, though, I, I used Nitro quite a bit to try to catch up to him in the first place. Okay. So, see, I got as far as level four, which yeah, know, I mean, yeah, because <laughs> if you're a good player, and know what you're doing. The game's actually not that long. Either. Um, you know, the uh, you know the uh, the playthroughs online are under half an hour long. Right. So it's like it, it's, it's, so it's it's like it's not a particularly like it's not a particularly long game. The challenge the challenge is just like trying to you know like as Joe just said get to the end and actually and actually like beat the stage. Mm -hmm. So, and you get points at the end depending upon like you know clear time left, nitro left, damage you took, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, but um. So, yeah, very close to the original arcade game, just like a few differences, like I already mentioned before. You know, um, uh, the perspective being probably the biggest one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it also shows kind of like, you know, it, it also shows the shows your dashboard a little bit. You know, shows the hands, like, mm -hmm. the, the, show the, the hands spin, spin the wheels and whatnot, uh, the wheel and whatnot. So, uh, you know, nice touches. Uh, graphically, I thought this, gra gra graphically I, I thought this game was pretty good. Um, you know, not the best graphics system, but uh, the system, of course, but, but you know, very good graphics. Um, you know, they're bright, they're colorful, they get the job done. I think they uh, set the bar a little too high with the, uh, with the opening. As soon as you turn it on, it's like this almost Mode 7 road. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. With yep, a yeah, nice yeah. background, and then it just says, Super Taste HQ, and I was like, <laughs> that's actually really nice, and I even put that in my notes. It was like, I was like, that's a fun little style that they did, <laughs> and then like it started up, and I was like, oh, that was not what I was expecting. <laughs> it still looks good, but it was not what I expected after being teased with that Mode 7 start you know there are many games that do that though yeah so it's just like you know this is this is hardly the worst offender um did you ever play um um uh i know you're a bit younger than me so uh like you like you probably never had a target with a target as a kid right oh i did have an target that was my oh, first system okay. yep um 
centipede for that game has a gorgeous title screen yes. when you open it up. Yep. Um, and then you go to the game itself, it's all like blocks. And you're going right. like, what? <laughs> but because they tease you so badly with like that like gorgeous menu, like the gorgeous opening screen. And you and you bet the game to be like that. And then it, it, it's like it's pretty blah. Yeah. I mean, yep. the, the game the, the gameplay still solid, but the <laughs> graphics are definitely a letdown after right. that. Yeah. No, I agree. No, so... Yes, I know what you're talking about here. Um, there is some there is some variety in the stages, at least, which I hmm. like. Uh, you know, there's a city, a city one stage, desert another one. Um, you know, the sun, you know, the sun sets in some of the stages. That nice, uh, you know, add a like, nice touch of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, bullets show up in your windshield. Um, yeah, uh, show up in your windscreen to take damage. So a lot of nice, like, small touches. We already mentioned the. You know, we already mentioned mentioned the rearview mirror, which is a great, you know, great addition. So. I think this is a great place to mention that uh, fire throwing motorcyclists suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, some of the it some was of the nice criminals are. It was a nice effect, you know. Yeah. but uh, yeah, they suck. <laughs> yes, yeah, some of the criminals are very hard to take down for sure. Yeah. Um but uh, because there really is no, I really didn't see a strategy for taking them out per se. Just. You know, just kind of more like just try to catch up with them, tap them, tap in the rear, uh, and then like you know fall back and you know fall back and try again. Right, so, right. Yeah, I was um, uh, the save up three nitros and just keep nitroing them um, mm-hmm. while I was bumping them, and I mean it, it worked. You know, um, up until I got to the fourth stage, where is where I pretty much <laughs> you know lost. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I hear. Yeah. They- I heard there's a, a helicopter. Then just shoot the hell out of you at some point. So, uh, yes, the last mission, the last yeah. mission's boss is a helicopter. That's, so. that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty difficult, like for sure. <laughs> so, um, but uh, but uh, yeah, so um, the game of uh, the um, like so the game, like the game also has uh, different different difficulty settings uh, settings at least, which is nice. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, but uh, so uh, yeah, I mean. The, the game get the game gets fairly difficult, but I think overall the difficulty is like pretty like pretty fair. I mean, like this is the kind of game, I um you know I really didn't feel any, I, like like I really didn't feel like there was any like cheap deaths. It, 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 you know, like most racing games, it's mm. just a case of like playing the game at the playing stage, playing the stage several times until you get the hang of it. Right. I forgot where everything is. So, um yeah, I really didn't think this game was like cheap like, in that sense. No, so. I definitely felt like I died and was not able to complete level four because of my inaccuracy. It's not the, not the game. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but uh yeah. So, uh yeah. Graphically, the game actually looks pretty close to its arcade original. Uh, I mean, just like the uh, uh, I mean, just like with those differences of viewpoints, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, um, do you have anything else that you want to say about the graphics before we moved on, Joe? Um. Let's see in my notes. Um, no, I mean graphically, we already talked about everything. Mm, okay. So, um, music. So the music, like the music and sound effects, of this game is decent. I mean, it's not like great, but it's like it's, it, uh, uh, but it's like okay to play. But um, um, you know, to have the background while you're playing it. So I'm just I mean, gonna say right now, the voice samples blew me away. The voice samples are very good. Yes, <laughs> I was voice, shocked. Um, I mean, this 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 was not the first Super NES game to have voice samples, but right. it certainly is one of the ones that had the uh, uh, so used them the best. So, yeah, voice samples are very high quality. So, uh, that was a definitely a nice touch. And so, I like the music. I'm, I'm actually thinking about trying to find like the soundtrack or at least the uh, wave files or something. 
Really? Hmm. Very okay. enjoyable. Okay, I guess you liked it better than I did, so... Um, there actually was... I actually found this... Uh, um, I, um, I actually found this, like, my research... I was going to mention this toward the end. It's kind of like a, a trivia bit, but it seems appropriate here. There's an English... There's an English rock band called uh, Saint uh, Etion, I think is how you... You know how you pronounce it? Okay. Um, they actually released a demo dance track uh, called Chase HQ, inspired by music and... Uh, uh, which samples voices and music like the games. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, that, so that track was released as a bonus track on the 2009 uh, reissue of their 1991 song, uh, uh, sorry, uh, uh, sorry, uh, album, uh, Fox Space Alpha. Hmm. So, have to check um, that out. yeah, yeah, interesting. So, um, but, uh, yeah, 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 I mean, like, it's appropriate music, appropriate, appropriate racing for, for racing music. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's not F Zero quality because F Zero just has an amazing soundtrack, yeah, but agreed. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's fine for what it is. Yeah. So, uh, controls felt fine to me with this game. I didn't really have any like major problems with that. Yeah, I had no problem with the controls. Like I said, the, the fire throwing motorcycle guys. Um, I, I I felt Hard, like I yes. could, I felt like I could <laughs> not dodge their Molotov cocktails. Like no matter what I did, even if it missed me, like it would hit the ground, it would create fire, and I would still somehow take damage. But it, yeah, know. the it's a little bit hard to yeah the the, the downside of the downside of, about the perspective that they use is it's like a little hard to it's a little hard to gauge distance sometimes. Yeah. So it's like yeah, I could definitely can see that. I I did I did not have that problem myself. But I definitely um you know, so I certainly can see like you know thinking 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 you moved far enough out to the side, but the game's like nope, you haven't. Right. So right. <laughs> I mean, I definitely can see that. So. Um, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, you also get like, you also get like, you know, like, um, you know, like little, like little graphical, graphical cutscenes, uh, like between like uh, missions, mm-hmm. missions and whatnot, you know, kind of like showing, you know, there is a, there, you know, there is a plot, a uh, plot in this game, like a very basic plot, uh, plot, but there is one at least. So, I was going to say, I might know I put the story as weak, but honestly, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, yeah, because like they give you at least... You know, you know, it's like, you know, they give you, you know, they give you motivation as like, okay, why, you know, why are we chasing after Sky? And right, like, right. Uh, you know, in really for a game like this, that's all you need. It's like, right. you know, so it's like, okay, like this guy yeah. beat up a five-year-old and stole his candy. Go get him. <laughs> 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 it's not that bad, but you right, know, <laughs> you get the idea. Right. Uh, so actually speaking about that, uh, there is actually a bonus six, uh, six mission like this game. Ooh. Uh to get there, to get there, you have to you have to finish the game without using continue. Um, <laughs> okay. And then, like you know, so if you do that, when the game ends, you get to, um, um, uh, the um the 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 ending the ending starts with like a top down a top down view of your car driving down the road to go to HQ to hand your port. Mm. When you get flagged down by a medic, their ambulance crashed on the way to the hospital with a critical blood. Um, uh, 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 like you know, like uh, um, oh, what do you call it? like you know, like um, um, like a transplant. Like a, uh, uh, um, well, well, like a blood bank transport. Yeah, yeah. You know, they yeah. have some, uh, they have some, they have some critical blood. They have to get to the hospital right away for an operation, like for a kid. Hmm. So the 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 bonus, the bonus mission of the game is you trying to get to the hospital on time. Gotcha. So there's no so there's no enemies per se in that mission. They're just kind of like you know, uh, well, you know, outside the cars, of course. But right. you but you're trying. But you're just trying to like race to the hospital in time to do that. Hmm. So, the Japanese version of the game was much. The Japanese version of the game it was much harder to unlock that bonus mission. By the way, 
you had to beat the game in hard mode in the Japanese version of the game. Oh and, you, and you can only get and you could only unlock hard, hard mode if you play the game first normal mode. So you had to beat the game twice <laughs> in Japan to be to, to be able to get to their point. Uh, so that I'm gives like, me uh, ghost and goblins flashback. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they changed that some like for the US release at least, <laughs> right. at least. But uh oh, um I forgot to mention this earlier, sorry. Speaking about Japan, the game did get a worldwide release. The game uh you know the game also got released in power territory territories as well. Uh, but Japan, the game was known as Super HQ Criminal Chaser. Hmm. So, that was its name in J Japan territory. Right and, to the point. Well, the Japanese always have kind of like strange names for their right. games. <laughs> like, for example, like, I mean, like, for example, um, you know, Chase HQ 2 that I mentioned before, the last arcade game in the series. Mm -hmm. uh, that was, that was, that was released in Japan as uh, Chase HQ... I'm gonna try the Japanese here. Uh, Nancy Yori Kinkuru Renkuru, which translates to an, an uh, uh, translates to like an urgent call from Nancy. Oh, okay. And you're going like, okay, I <laughs> guess that gets the point across, but <laughs> so so like so like, like at least the game in the states they just call it Chase HQ2 because I'm like, right. yeah, make this simpler. But <laughs> <laughs> to our Japanese so, listeners, I love your culture. I just want you to know. That. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, um, yeah, so overall, this is a pretty interesting game. I mean, like I said before, it's short if you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, the replay value of this game is pretty limited, I think. Um, yep. You know, it's definitely definitely not a game you're going to go back to on a regular basis. Um, if you enjoy racing games, however, uh, and or you're a fan, like you're a fan of other Chase HQ games, uh, this is a pretty well done game. I mean, like, you know, it, it, certainly, it, it certainly captures the, captures the essence of the arcade game in it. Yeah, like uh, I had I, said off, you know, Mike, it's fun, but it's repetitive, and therefore, yeah. you know, the the replay value is just not there. This would be one of those, like, oh, I played it, I had fun with it, I probably won't go back to this game, you know, for like another year or so, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, because really, the best you can do is, like, you know, shoot for high score, but, like, you know, like, with a game like this, right. like, who cares about that usually, so, yeah, I, I mean, like, feel, most people don't. I would feel bad for any kid who got stuck with this, and unfortunately you know fell into that hole like you don't get a new game until it's the <laughs> birthday or christmas like you know, yeah i would feel bad if they had gotten this game because this is like a weekend renter you know at best this would be like great like a great rental game right. yes but so, because especially if you have some uh, friends over and you guys just take yeah. turns trying to get that high score but yeah right yeah as far as the long term like possible six months you got to play this thing before you get a new game uh <laughs> <laughs> I hate my parents, I'd tell you that. <laughs> right. So, I mean, like, you know, uh, I mean, like, so there are, like, dedicated racing games, per se, on the system. I mean, like, mm -hmm. we already mentioned F-Zero. Right. Um, there's also the Top Gear series, which is very good. Yes. Um, but, uh, and there's also, and there's also the... There's also one of the there's also one of the very few games to use the Super FX chip. Um, uh, well, what's the what's that game called? Super Super Racers or something, something like that. You think of uh, Stunt FX? Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a motorcycle instead, but you know it's kind of the you know same thing pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So, but so yeah, there are so like so yeah, there actually there actually are there actually are quite a few Super Chase um, uh, racing games in the system. So. Um, which is which is not a genre the system was really known for. I think that you know I think most people look at Genesis like more fondly for like racing games, mm. but because the beer, uh, um, um, you know, because the because because Genesis was a faster processor, so it could handle games like this better. Right. So, um, but yeah, but but yeah, considering the limitations of the system, and you know, 
they were trying to capture like the the the, 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 the capture the essence of the like I said before the the, 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 the programmers were trying to capture the essence the essence of the other arcade game and they right. pretty much you know they, you know and for the most part they succeeded oh yeah they so, definitely did I applaud them um, for that so yeah so anybody who's a fan of the series definitely should, you know definitely should um definitely should you know, you you definitely should check check you know, check this game out um. Like Joe said, it you know it's a fun short-term game. Uh, you know, definitely has some challenge. Definitely will keep you busy for a while. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, if you got this game later on, uh, later on, the later on, you know, for the you out of the bargain bin for like you know ten, fifteen bucks, <laughs> you know, that wouldn't have been that bad. Yeah, but, yeah. Because you probably would have gotten other games too at the same time. That's hopefully. true. So, but uh, yeah, and speaking about that. This game is actually pretty uncommon, uh, like on eBay, uh, and because of that, you know, because of that, the prices prices are pretty good for this game. Hmm. Um, you know, higher than expected. Well, cart 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 is not that bad. Right. But, um, you know, I found ten copies of the game being listed when I checked. Eleven copies of the game like recently sold and uh, uh, recently sold. Cart cart only version of the game. These prices include shipping. Uh, sold anywhere from eight to two. For me to twenty dollars, which is like pretty typical Super NES price range. Yeah, I so, mean eight bucks for this is bad. Uh, twenty bucks, I don't, I'd, I'd pass it up. <laughs> well, for collectors, this game's this game's much harder to find and much more expensive. There was mm. only there's there's only one cart manual. Co- there's uh, there was only one there's only one cart manual version that sold recently and one CIB version that sold recently. Oh, okay. Uh, Cart manual was the cart manual sold for forty dollars. The CIB sold for seventy. Wow. So I mean, so, even, yeah. So even for CIB though, that's kind of low. You know what I mean? Like that's depends. Not... It varies a lot depending upon the game. Super mm. NES prices, 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 prices have come down a lot in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um. You know, the bubble, the bubble system, the bubble system had been going through throughout the mid, uh, the mid part of the decades. It's cooled some now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Super NES prices are not as Super NES prices are not quite as high as they used to be. Our current situation isn't helping either. The pa- yeah, I should say the pandemics. Uh, the, the pandemics also caused prices prices across the board to go up, regardless of what system that it is. Right. I mean, I uh, yeah, because yeah, because I have friends who yeah, because I have friends who are trying to find a Switch, and good God, forget about that like right now. So I know I, you. If I wanted, to you cannot unload my Switch. I could get like $600 if I was like a, a beast, <laughs> but I won't do that. <laughs> apparently, yeah, but apparently the, uh, yeah, because the light version of what I understand is actually it, 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 it's actually not that bad. People can find that. Yeah, just apparently the actual, those are available, but it's the full-size right, ones that are hard to exactly. find. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep, so I guess it depends on what you're looking for, because like if you're happy with the light version, you just want to uh, you know, we just want to play in handheld mode. Right. You know, uh, you know, you know, you can still get those, but yep. you know, if you want to, you know, but you want to dock it, um, and, and other things, it's like, yeah, because I, yeah, because I was going to buy a Switch before this all this started, and then I'm like, <laughs> oh, and it's all the prices, the prices jump, and I'm like, oh, I'll just be happy with what I have right now, thanks. Yeah. But, so, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I got lucky. I bought my, uh, light, like, literally the week the pandemic thing started. Like, I just had okay. to be in Walmart, and like, it was like the last one on the shelf. So I was, wow, okay, I was, yeah. I wasn't really looking for the light, but it was my only option, so I bought it. And then, sure. in like the end of April, early May, I walked into a Walmart just to do some food shopping, and just happened to go buy electronics, and they had two full-size Switch models in the cabinet, and I didn't even think twice. I spent three hundred fifty bucks on it right then and there. So, <laughs> but you know, it's, yeah, just be patient. 
anybody who's listening who's looking for a Switch, just be patient. Don't pay these outrageous prices. They're out there. They're being yeah. restocked. I was at Walmart today here in Fall River, Massachusetts, and they had a um, Switch in stock. Um, yeah. I'm sure it didn't last long after I left the store, but they had, <laughs> but they had one, so they are showing yeah. up. It's just it's slow trickle. Yeah, Nintendo. Nintendo's not happy the situation any because Nintendo's up to his old tricks. Right. You know, like they always, you know, they always release like a minimum of hardware, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're artificially, keep, you know, like they're not like Sony and Microsoft. Like you know, like you know, like those companies will crank systems out, you know, for you know, you know, as long as there's demand. Right. For Nintendo and their stuff, they, you know, they make it very, you know, like they always do like very limited, limited runs, and that's it. Yeah. So, and I see a lot um, of anger towards Nintendo, but to be honest, like. Around me, I haven't seen any Xbox Ones. I haven't seen any PS4s. Like, it's because of this. Like, all the systems are sold out. So yeah, I mean, like, I haven't seen any new in like stores like Walmart or Target, but GameStop still has them in stock. So well, of course, like, GameStop, yeah. you know, has been stocking up on those consoles for the past right. five years. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't still find them. It's just a matter of, like, but yeah, you know. The, um, you know, they are a bit more difficult. And also the fact that I know Microsoft stopped production on the Xbox. I think, I, I don't know if Sony has stopped on the PS4 yet. Right. Um, maybe they have, maybe they haven't. I don't know. But, so, you know, obviously, obviously if they stop making new systems, that's also going to affect supply too. Right, so. right. But, but uh, actually, speaking about Nintendo and their policies about like limited, limited runs... This is actually a great tie-in to something I wanted to uh, um, I wanted to mention here toward the end as a PSA for anybody out there listening, um, because Joe and I both recently t- uh, both recently took advantage of this, um, and Nintendo's doing a Nintendo's Nintendo's not advertising Nintendo's not Nintendo's not, not advertising this like one bit uh, for reasons for reasons I suspect I know why, but I'm not going to go with that whole conspiracy route thing like right now. So. Um, they have available on their website right now, Nintendo of America, uh, refurbished, uh, which is almost the same thing as new, basically, mm-hmm. uh, NES and Super NES minis. So if you missed them when they were out in stores a few years ago, uh, head on over to the Nintendo website and like check them out. You have to search. Uh, they're not on the front page. Like I said, Nintendo makes them kind of hard to find. You really have to like search for them, but they are on there and like you know they are like in great shape. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked up a Super NES Mini from a, uh, a mini recently from a coworker who is who who who's selling hers, and I'm like, well, because I'm such a completionist, I got this one. I have to get the NES, <laughs> the NES, the, the NES uh, Mini now too. And somebody on Facebook tipped me off the fact that Nintendo had them on the website. So, um, and Joe, you recently bought both the systems like them, uh, yep. uh, both the systems like them too. So, yep. um. um and they're, you know, just as they were when they were released in the stores. The Nintendo controller is super short. Yeah. And yep. uh, I the just... only difference, yeah, the only difference is, is that it doesn't come in like the box. Um, right. It's just um, a, like you know, a, a, bra- a right. brown box with a label stamped right. on it, which, you know what? It, uh, that's great because that deters yep. um, resellers from going and um, picking these up on the website and then trying to flip them online. For more yeah. than what they're worth, yep. so, so. Um, yep. And then, like, uh, so the systems, um, this is, um, I don't know exactly what. Re- so I don't know exactly what made them refurbished. Nintendo mentions that the the the, 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 the mentions the mention that these systems the systems all came back to them. They were they were they were checked out, made sure they worked, and then shipped back out again. You know, Nintendo hardware is very hard to break. Uh, so I really don't know what happened to these systems to cause them to cause them to be refurbished, but. Whatever it is, um, you know, like, 
uh, they're in great shape. They come with a one-year warranty. So, um, yeah. The prices are the same prices, I believe. The same prices that they were when they originally came out. It's no. It's 50 for the NES and 70 for the Super NES. Yeah, the um, Super NES, I think, was 80. And I think the NES Classic 60 when it came out. So it's okay, like so a little bit cheaper then. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the reason the the reason the Super NES Mint there's a reason the Super NES Mini is more expensive like it depends kind of say, um you know basically comes of a second controller right whereas the um you know the NES Mini only has one yeah uh you can still find the third party control uh, I'm sorry you still, you still can't find controllers out there uh, out there like out there on eBay or or, or whatnot but you know they, you know but you have to pay a, you'll pay a bit more for them yeah so, my buddy um, uh, said to me the other day he goes oh I found a NES Mini dirt cheap and I said yeah. So he sends me a picture. So it's forty-five dollars. He bought this thing on eBay, forty-five dollars. I look at the picture. It's the NES Classic controller, not system. Oops. <laughs> so I inform him of it, and then he's like, "Really, forty-five dollars for just the controller?" And I said, "Yeah." I said those were like very limited produced, and they sold yeah. out, and like nobody yeah. can get them. And the fact that they come with a nice six-foot. Uh, wire compared to the two foot that they gave us that <laughs> makes them even more uh, enticing. Well, I got around that because of the fact that I still have an original dog bone style controller, so I just bought, um, you know, uh, so, um, uh, well, what's the, what's the, uh, sorry, what's the company's name that makes the, that makes the, that makes the Retrons, um, yeah, yeah, Hyperkin makes an adapter that you mm. can use to plug in, to plug in your original NES controller uh to the mini so that's what i did so yeah uh, uh my buddy Corey actually ended up uh fixing his problem he finally got an nes mini and he bought a uh 10 foot extender oh nice well, okay when, yeah when he ordered it it was actually for two so he gave one to me so now i have a 10 foot extender which I, nice I, okay i've been yeah. using to be able to sit on my right. chair and relax yeah. well away from the tv instead of like up in front of it <laughs> So the NES controller, I think maybe maybe a little bit smaller than the original version of it. I'm not really quite sure about that because it's been so long since I handed original an original NES controller of uh, 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 that style. Like I said, the one I have now is Dogbone style. If but, it, if it is smaller, it doesn't matter. It still feels yeah. comfortable in your hand, and that's all that matters. As long but as the Super NES controllers, um, yeah, the Super NES controllers that came with the Mini, I compare those to the Super NES controllers I still have. Yeah, uh, they're perfect in almost every way. Oh, I mean, okay. I can know, they're the same size, the uh, um, you know, you know, same size, same shape. The buttons, the the, the, the buttons on them are just as responsive. Yeah. The only thing, uh, 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 the only difference I saw was that the the, the new controllers are a bit lighter. Okay. I guess because technology has gotten better in the last thirty years. Right, right. Um, so they're not quite as heavy as the original controllers are. But, uh, but yeah, beyond that, they're great. Uh, these are also these these are also very easy. Um, these are also very easy. These are also very easy systems to mod if you want to. <laughs> Um, there's a program out there, uh, which is called, um, um, what's it, Joe? Uh, Hakchi? Hakchi. Hakchi, yes. It's, which uh... you can use to mod, to mod the NES, Super NES, and Genesis minis if you want hmm. to. Um, it basically just, like, flashes onto the system a new, like, a new version of the, um, uh, a new version, a new version of the operating system, mm -hmm. and, and that's like that's that. Um, so, like, the original games are still on there. But then you can go ahead and, and tack on or uh, tack on or, uh, additional games, mm -hmm. and you either can use the uh, and you either can use the eternal memory the system comes with, which is enough to hold. Oh, in my case, the Super NES Mini. I was uh, uh, there was enough room on there for now 300 games. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, or we can also, or we can also use, or, or we can also use an external USB uh, drive, and uh, um, you'll download everything to that instead, and plug it into your mini that way mm -hmm. if you want to. Uh, very easy to do. You know, um, you know, and after that, then after that, when you load up your mini, um, it's a little bit slower to load up now because of that flash screen that it uses, but. Mm -hmm. Uh, once you're in, you can just simply you either can go to the original games, or you can also go to the other the other games. You can specify how you want the new games to appear. Mm -hmm. the default the, the default the default method is just to put X number of games in alphabetical uh, 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 alphabetically arranged folders. Mm -hmm. So um, they work the same way. They have like the the graphic the the, the graphics the, the the save state functions. They're all there. So yep. most most games will run fine with the uh, most games like run fine with the original emulator. If you ever do have a problem with that, uh, there are also available on that site uh, cores that you can download for additional Super NES emulators, mm -hmm. and just simply just like change it over to run off that emulator instead if you want to. Um, you also can run other systems games on there too, and this is the and this is the one area where, where, where I ran the problems because this is a bit this is not advertised very well. Um, so again, I'm gonna so, so, so again, I, I'm gonna mention this out uh, mention this out here in case anybody's listening to it. If you want to play other systems games on, on Super NES or your NES or Genesis Mini for that matter, uh, for because they have cores out there for all cores out there for every other system system out there. It looks like from what I can tell, Atari systems, J uh, Atari systems, GBA, DS, uh, Intellivision, ColecoVision, they're all out there. If you want to play those, you have to download an overarching, uh, updated, um, hardware, uh, basically, I guess, um, you know, like, uh, uh, the operating system, you have to, you have to download and install that first, then you can, then you can download and install the core that you want for that system, and then you can, because, uh, I was having a problem trying to get Game Boy games to run on my NES Mini until I realized that, that I'd do that, so, um, yeah, most guys out there don't mention that fact, so I'm just mentioning this. Yep. That this here is kind of like a a, 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 a PSA, but yeah. I, so, but yeah, overall these, but, but but overall these systems are very easy to mod. So, um, so uh, yeah. So if you were, so if you wanted to get one back when they came out and missed it for whatever reason, you'll. I don't know how long. So there's no there's no indication to how there's no indication as to how much to, how many of these things Nintendo Nintendo has in stock. No indication, no indication that they're gonna run out. So I suggest getting over the website ASAP and picking one up if you want to. Um, the the shipping shipping in the U.S. is five dollars uh, plus tax. Uh, it comes by comes by I think it was UPS Joe. Yep, UPS. Am I right? And Canada ships like Canada Post. Mm -hmm. uh, these they were only shipped to U.S. and Canada, uh, by the way. So um, uh, so just have that. So just so so just keep that in mind. And uh, yeah, I mean like. Uh, but like I said before in the past, Super NES Mini is not really necessary for people, um, you know, like Joe and myself, who are who's like we're already hardcore, hardcore emulator users. But it's a very nice thing to have around. It's also very good to give somebody who maybe has not played games for like 20, you know, 20, 30 years because mm -hmm. it's just plug and play. You get them like, okay, here you go. Yep. And like, you know, they can play Zelda again or Mario again, like or whatever. Yep. So, um, so it's great for that aspect. Um, and also, it's the yeah, and also the system is very, very cute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a little, I, I, yeah, it's like a little tiny, like, like BB like version, like the you know, the, you know, the original system. It's great looking. Yeah, but um, the power, the power, the power reset suit, the power reset switches on these things still work. Power is how you turn it on and off. Reset by default resets how you uh, by default reset is what uh, um, uh, resets how you start playing a game and save this um, you know save your progress mm -hmm. 
you can't change that with HackG if you want to to the controller so to, to a control combination if you, um, you know if you desire to but um, yeah that's the default the, the, the default <laughs> function is just the reset button uh, which Joe had a problem with earlier tonight unfortunately to his detriment so yeah make sure you hold but, Y and not press A <laughs> or you'll lose two hours of Corona trigger <laughs> But the minis do have a very great, yeah. The minis do have a function that most animators don't. Uh, they also have a rewind function, which is great. Yeah. Uh, you actually can like you, you know, you actually so you actually like like you actually like play back several minutes of your some of your game, which is great for like trying to figure out okay what how you know how to screw it up, like where did this come from, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Like you know, you know, great feature. So like it's definitely like a very positive in the system. So, but. Uh, yeah, like I said before, controllers are controllers are almost perfect replicas, mm -hmm. and like the Super NES Mini comes with two as opposed to one on the to one on the NES, so you can have two put the so so, so like it's like much easier to have to, much easier to have somebody over to play with you if you want to. So yeah, um, I but, think uh, I think when they made the decision that uh, Street Fighter was going to be included, they were mm -hmm. like, we need to include a second controller. <laughs> well, there are other well, there's a bunch of other two-player games on there too. There's the Kirby game, Super Mario World, two players, right? Um, I think Secret of Mana supports a two-player function for some. Uh, um, um, I think it's been a while since I played that game. Uh, Final Fantasy, uh, the Final Fantasy VI does. Hmm. Uh, you can have, yeah, a second person can. Uh, 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 a second person can play some of the characters. Oh. Um, you know, during the battle scenes. I didn't know that. So, it's not very well advertised. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Yep. So, anybody out there who wants to get one for themselves, um, you know, uh, so just a heads up. That's the heads, heads, heads up out there. On the, heads up that they're available on the website. Yep. So, grab one before they run out because no Nintendo, they're never going to make it again. But and, uh, and for clarification, uh, Hackchi Two CE is the name of the program. H A K C H I Two Space C E. Just put that in your Google machine. You will find it. I guarantee it. And also, right. if you Google that, you will find tutorials on YouTube that'll help you out. And like Greg said, they're not going to, unfortunately, tell you everything as far as, um, you know, being able to use other emulators. But if you Google the problem that you're having, you should be able to find a solution. Right, yeah. Like, if I want to do is just simply add, like, NES games or NES Mini, Super NES games or Super NES Mini, then it's, like, very, very, very easy. Just, like, you know, the, <laughs> the only th uh, 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 the, uh, the, the process of the process of adding additional games for different different systems is is easy too. Right. It, once you figure out what you, you know, once you figure out what you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so um, but uh, yeah, so very cool. Um, and inspired by that mini, uh, that you know that inspired our you know that inspired my decision as to what game that we're going to cover next to this next in this podcast because this is a game that has been available in ROM form for a while. But now that Joe and I have easy access to it, uh, uh, you have easy access, have, have easy access to it on, on our minis. We're like, well, well, you know, this is this is this is this is a great chance, you great chance, you great chance to cover this game. Mm -hmm. So, since, you know, since, you know, since it now got quote unquote officially released after all these years. <laughs> right. So, uh, we're going to be looking at Star Fox Two, which is very close to being finished, but finished back in the '90s, but never got released. So, and is available on the mini. Uh, if you, um, and if you do not have a mini, that ROM, that ROM's also, that ROM, um, that ROM's also freely available, uh, um, you know, online to find, to find, so. Yeah, uh, but next, yeah. Next episode's gonna be fun, because there's a lot of rich history with this game. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, for sure. Star, Star Fox is a game I really love. Uh, it's not a game that holds up very well these days, I, I think, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, but, 
but for what it is, and for when it came out, it's a great game. Um, you know, you know, definitely, definitely, definitely a fun game. Star Fox 2 is just more of the same, uh, basically, so... Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, playing it. Yeah, should be a fun dive. So, anyway, um, we're also working upon special special guest episodes coming up in the future. Um, so, like, so, like um, and other stuff going on, so stay tuned. Uh, there's more stuff to come, hopefully. Uh, if you have any questions, feedback, comments, etc., feel free to check us out on Facebook, uh, or you can also send me an email directly if you want to. That email is the SNES podcast at, at yahoo.com. Uh, Joe, how can somebody like reach you if they want to? Um, I can be reached numerous ways. You can find me on Facebook under Joseph Goble. Um, I'm, I have a public uh, Facebook, and you're more than welcome to message me there. Um, also, um, Twitter at J-O-E-S-U-X-3-0. And, uh, you know, for, for any reason you feel like you don't want to message the podcast, but you want to email me, is joesucks30 at gmail.com. Just, you know, drop a line, give us some feedback. <laughs> there must be... So, so there must be a story behind that name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is technically a story that should be told on PlayStation Power, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, the relationship is close enough that we can tell it here. So back in, what, 96, 97, um, Final Fantasy VII and um, Gran Turismo released, you know, months apart. And mm, yeah, both great games. Exactly. So my buddies and I were in his basement taking turns playing each of these games um so i was racing in gran turismo and uh really whiffed it going into one of the turns i mean like complete 360 like way off totally lost the race horrible so I that's just, very easy to do in that game <laughs> very easy so i put the controller down on the table and just kind of left it and walked away from it i was i was kind of upset um, <laughs> if it was me now I would have walked outside and probably smoked two or three cigarettes as quickly as possible um, <laughs> but uh, so my buddy Kevin had actually picked up the controller and he inputted Joe Sucks and that was my time was saved ah. as Joe Sucks and it was just one of those like <laughs> since then it's kind of stuck so right you know yeah yeah literally Joe so Sucks anything is pretty much where you can find me at <laughs> This is, yeah. So this is a little bit off the podcast, but you know, um, you know, but if don't ask right now, I'm probably gonna forget about it. Uh, did you ever play the remake to Final Fantasy VII? All right, so I played up to um, getting Aerith back to her house. Okay. Um, and pretty much did all the missions and side missions that I need to do, and I'm ready to progress to the next chapter. But I have yeah. not because yeah. Um, as far as I remember, I think I saw there was like 12 chapters total, and her chapter is chapter 8, which means I'm right. three-fourths of the way through the game, and I'm enjoying yeah. it, and I don't yeah. want to spoil that. And it was spoiled for me, unfortunately. I, yeah. I, found, the, I found out about the ending. Um, I was not terribly happy with it. Um, obviously, <laughs> with more context, I might be able to accept it a little more, so we'll see when I get there. Yeah. But I really feel like um, the ending that they gave was okay if they're basically giving a middle finger to us old school guys and they're <laughs> and they're going in a new direction. You know what I mean? 
Mm. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, and I was very critical when I played the demo. Like, I didn't like the fact that um, it shows that, like, Avalanche isn't really the terrorist group that they think they are, and it's actually Shinra behind everything. That kind of took away, for me, my experience with Final Fantasy VII, because, you know, you're Avalanche. Mm. You're blowing right, the reactors yeah. up, and then to find out, yeah. nope, you, you're not doing any of that. It's all Shinra in the background causing that to happen. It's, yeah. I don't know. I love the game. It's beautiful. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be sad when I finish it, but at the same time, well, I'm this taking may, my time. <laughs> well, this may inspire you a little bit. Uh, there is, um, you know, you know, you can, you can replay the game again, okay. because once you finish the game in normal mode, that unlocks hard mode for each mission. Mm. So you can go through each mission, and you have to go through each mission to, um, you know, uh, again, hard mode to get certain things that are only unlocked by playing through it on hard mode. Gotcha. So, so the game encourages you to go through the whole, like the game encourages you that way to go through the whole game again mm -hmm. through playing hard mode. Mm. So, yeah. um, you know, it also does, so, so it also, it, so it also, like it also does things to help you, to help encourage that because it's like all your, you know, all your levels and skills carry over a course. Right. Um, you gain you gain skill points at twice the level. You gain XP points at three times the level. Oh, so, okay. um, um, so and uh, so, like, so yeah, uh, uh, yeah, and you also can do, uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and there's also and yeah, and, and you can also and you can also skip the skip the mini games if you want to as oh, well. Nice. Um, so like so you, like if you want to skip that whole like you know like uh, motorcycle chase chase sequence, you can. <laughs> nice. So. Okay. But so yeah, I've so I've done it yet myself, but I definitely will go back to the game again at some point. Yeah, uh, a hard mode because it's like I missed, I missed one of the music tracks. I also missed, mm. uh, um, I also missed the chance, to, I also missed the chance to get the last, the last of the elementals. Okay. So I definitely do want to to go through it again because, um, uh, but yeah. So anyway, that's way off, way off topic. Anyway, so that's but, okay. All right, so uh, <laughs> but uh. But uh, yeah, as, as always, we appreciate everybody listening to the podcast. Stay tuned for additional stuff, and we'll catch you again uh, pretty soon. Um, and please, do not drive in real life like people drive <laughs> in this game. That will not end well. That's right. No tailgating. <laughs> but Bye. Uh, take care, all. Thanks again. Have a good night. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game or which game you play, Things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep of power.